to part one. Paul says, I do not understand what I do. Do you understand what you're doing right now over here? Must be answer yes. You are the worshipers. We know why he took the cross for us. I'm so glad I don't have to read the book of Romans chapter 4. I have a scripture reader over there. You will know why. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in me waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man I am! Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God, who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature a slave to the law of sin. Amen. Through the commandment, our sin might become utterly sinful, which means the commandment, law of God, help us to see how wicked we are. You may recall the three functions of the law from your catechism class. First, as the mirror, you reflect yourself, and the curb, which one is a protect you, and the guide. Through the law, we see our utterly sinful lives. We deserve to have eternal condemnation. Our desire to do what is good cannot work because we are slaves to sin. Is there any good man who does not need Jesus' cross in the world? Book of Romans chapter 3 says, As it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good. Not even one. Those passages may make us comfortable. Oh, I'm not alone. There is no one in this world. But Jesus stretched out his nailed hand to us first. As famous scripture says, 1 John chapter 4, we love because he first loved us. Could he say all together? We love because he first loved us. In the same way, 
we believe because he first gave us faith. In other hands, is there any bad man who does not qualify to be saved? That's it. No conditions to agree to before God will take you back. It is clear Jesus died for the world, all the sinners, not only for the believers. We cannot put ourselves in the better ground than non-believers. Sin is sin. Jesus represents you in this agreement, and Jesus is more than good enough. And no stipulation that God will forgive you if you are good enough. God has accepted Jesus' sacrifice. And in accepting Jesus, God also accepts you. St. Paul says, I do not understand what I do. We may also say we do not understand what we do. However, St. Paul finds the answer from Jesus' cross. As he did, we also find the answers from Jesus' cross. Through the blood of Jesus, we can understand what we do and will do as a forgiven sinner. Jesus is the reason why. Let us grab onto his hands and trust Jesus will never let go of his children's hands. Apostle Paul got the answer it's not because he's smarter than other people. He clearly explained, Trying God gave me a wisdom to understand what he did on the cross. He didn't emphasize on his life, and he didn't emphasize on his knowledge. Again here, we are the one who believe the cross is the power and wisdom of God whether the world consider it as a mysterious foolishness event. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. The intelligence of the intelligent I will frustrate. Where is the wise person? Where is the teacher of the law? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolishness the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know him, God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. Jews demand signs and Greeks look for wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews, and foolishness to Gentiles. But to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. Amen. I cannot recall exactly when it was, but when I saw this passage, first time I shocked. Because Apostle Paul bravely explained, my triune God, omniscient, omnipotent, as a foolishness. I never learned he has some kind of portion of foolishness. But the Paul 
like us, Paul want to help us to understand the situation because we are the one who need contrast, good and bad, and happy and sad, black and white. So Apostle Paul emphasizes on if there is any, the last lowest part of God's wisdom, call it foolishness, is even way higher than our highest knowledge, wisdom of wisdom. So which means we cannot catch that, not even close. For Jews, the way of the cross is a stumbling block. Nowadays, the Jews, it could be the religious people, whatever they call their God. Those religious people think the way of the cross make Christianity really inclusive or exclusive. Because the Jews, the religious people, they demand clear signs. And the Gentiles, the Greek at the time, but the world right now, the way of the cross is foolishness because it did not make any sense at all. Because of the world, the Greek, look for the reasonable wisdom. And the Christian, for you and me, the way of the cross is the power and wisdom of God. Because our salvation is from grace alone, faith alone, and scripture alone, not from us. Let us survey the cross. The cross is the power of God and our salvation. St. Peter says on 1 Peter chapter 2, Jesus himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. If Jesus' sacrifice does not call you and me to repent and believe, then it has not truly affected me. No matter how many tears I shed, no matter how I better than other people, through the gospel in the word and sacrament, the grace of the cross make me to repent and believe. St. Paul says on the book of Philippians chapter 3, I consider everything a loss because of the surfacing, surpassing wealth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. I may gain Christ and be found in him not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. Brothers, sisters, let us sing the old lugged cross. We are the one who know the meaning of the cross, what it happens and then why it happens. It's for you and me, and for the sinners in the world. If only you had paid attention to my commands, your peace would have been like a river, your well-being like the waves of the sea. Amen. The book of Isaiah chapter 48, verse 18, the beautiful verse starts with a conditional sentence. If only you had paid attention to my commands. As we all know, 
We cannot pay attention and obey his commands by our effort. However, our Lord Jesus Christ made it possible on the cross. By the blood of Jesus, we can go into the arms of God. Jesus reconciled the sinners with the Holy God by his blood, by his grace. Our peace runs like a river. Our well-being, in other words, thanks for heart, thanks for life, continues like the waves of the sea. The year of 1999, I launched a new church right after graduate the seminary. And the other pastors in my circuit gave me the name of the church, which was followed the city name. City name was Ko Kang. In the beginning, I did not like it since it seems like old school. Ko Kang Chung Ang Church. However, I was meditating. I saw the image of a river. We can only see the surface of the water, and it depends on weather conditions. However, the deep inside of the river is very stable, and it depends on, not depends on the condition of outside. It's stable like the grace of our good Lord. After that, I put a new meaning on the name by its Chinese character sounds. Go is deep, and Gang is river, and Chungang is center. So a church is like the deep river's center in the grace of Jesus Christ. Let us praise together. When peace, true peace, not man-made peace, not the peace controlled by human being, but the peace from the cross, through reconciliation in between Creator and us. When the peace, true peace, like a river, it is well, it is well because of Jesus' cross.